This podcast is part of the Soul Zone Network. Hello, hello, it's Molly and Sarah from TheButterflyConnection.com. We're all connected and we're not alone. What if you could rebirth your soul, spark movement in your life, and reconnect with your authentic self? Join us each week as we connect with Source to answer the burning questions that lie deep within us and gain clarity and wisdom to soar to our greatest potential. Welcome to the Butterfly Connection, where the kinetics of your soul will give you wings to fly. This is BK27. Are you your own rock? Hello, hello, it's Molly and Sarah. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. And we are so grateful to be here with you again another week. So today we are going to be discussing how we can support our own selves in this lifetime and what that looks like. And not just what that looks like, but also do you support your own self? What happens in a situation in, in life where you need support and people aren't around? How do you handle that? Or are you a type of person who is always looking to others to be lifted up in order to work through life situations? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I'm looking forward to this because Sarah and I have a very different perspective on it. And I really think that we're going to come to a lot of self-realizations in this conversation. I'm going to start right where Sarah and I were, were kind of talking before we started the podcast today. My grandmother very recently passed away. My family has always said to me, oh, you are, you're stronger than me. So I, I hear this all the time from a lot of people. You're, oh, you're so much stronger than I am. I couldn't do that. Or you're, oh, you can, you're going to go play your violin at the funeral. You're so much stronger than I am. I could never do that. And in thinking about that, it could be misconstrued or interpreted in many ways. The people who are saying that to me, are they saying that to me because they don't feel strong enough in who they are to be able to do the things that I do? Are they complimenting me because they're acknowledging this inner strength that I have? Is this a possible jealousy thing where they wish they were more like me? Before I was so grounded in who I am today, I would almost feel bad or I would feel very alone when people would say this to me because it was almost like, oh, well, Molly has to keep it together all the time because she is our rock and she takes care of us emotionally and mentally and so she can't crumble. And in those moments in my life where I, you know, emotionally crumbled and ugly cried and felt feelings and all of those things that we all go through in life, those people that look at me as the rock are never around. 
as if, oh my gosh, she can't crumble. Because if she crumbles, then how on earth are we ever going to be able to be be anything resembling what she is? Like, it's almost like I'm looked upon as like marble or something. But you know, I when I think deeper in this whole conversation and perception on it, I really believe that we have to learn to be our own rock. Now, I'm not saying that you can't have other people in your life who support you and who have your back, but people can't always be there when you need them. And you have to be willing to feel your feelings, honor your feelings, and know internally, just know within the deepest parts of your soul that no matter what happens in life, you can pick yourself back up again and keep moving forward. This is such an important thing to start really working on, and everybody has the ability to start to get to a place where they can feel how they feel and lift themselves up and keep moving forward. It's not easy. But for me, I've always it's always been this way. So I don't really know very different than what this is. However, it hasn't always been easy living as the rock. Sarah, I'm going to turn it over to you cuz I really want to hear what your your perception is on this. Well, it's just interesting cuz um as I'm sure all of you if you've been listening know, Molly and I are really close and a lot of things in our life are parallel. But in this case, as Molly was growing up and everybody was viewing her as a rock and she always had to be the rock for herself, I had the complete opposite thoughts and feelings. I never felt like I was a rock. I never felt like I was able to lift my own self up by my bootstraps, so to speak. I had kind of a rough childhood and I was an only child. There really wasn't anybody around for me that was my age that I could bounce off of, whether it be about, you know, music or ideas or just, you know, kid stuff. So I grew up real fast, but I just never felt like I was strong. I was beat down a lot in school. Um, I was bullied. I know they talk a lot about these days about, you know, cyberbullying and and online bullying and school bullying. Well, you know, when I went to school, they didn't even have online stuff. I was just pl- flat out bullied in school, kicked, punched, hit, hair pulled, name calling. So I had very little self-esteem. And I think a lot of my like life lessons in that were, were learning how to find an identity around groups of people who had absolutely no supportive backing for me. Um, I didn't really have any close friends, and I just always felt very alone and very lost and grew up in a pretty um, troubling household. My parents fought a lot. And so I never felt like a rock at all, period. And, you know, to this day, at 36 years old, I still struggle with this. I still struggle with my own identity. 
of who I am and what my place is in the world. And though I'm a lot more clear on that now than I ever was, I think the biggest self-realization that at least I'm coming to in this conversation is, is that I don't feel like I am a strong person. And I don't know where, where I can go with that from here, but for all of you out there listening, I guess the question to ask is, do you feel like you are a rock for yourself? Do you feel like you're a strong person? Or do you feel like that, that it's something you need to work on and don't feel strong at all? Thank you so much, Sarah, for your honesty with all of that. And I just want to say to Sarah that I see her strength. I see what she is capable of. I, I see that strength that she cannot see. And I really feel like for anyone out there who understands what Sarah is saying, I can guarantee that there was probably someone in your life who can see your strength. And if you are wanting to believe in yourself and believe in the strength that you possess within yourself, that you can turn to that person and just ask them. Because part of Becoming a rock for yourself isn't just figuring it out solely on your own. Some of you might have that journey, like I had, of figuring that out on my own, but it's completely okay to have it in a different way and to have it in a way where people believe in you so much that they teach you to believe in you. And what's interesting too, you know, with Sarah sharing her story, I grew up in a, a, a home environment where my mom had a mental illness and my dad was a screamer and controlling and they did not have a good marriage. In fact, I came into it because they thought I would fix the marriage. That's why my mom wanted to have a child. And I literally felt like I came into the world as a therapist. I always was there for my mom. I stayed up with her at night when she was suicidal. I listened to her problems. I did all of those things. And in those nights where I would lay in my bedroom alone and crying and, in, and depressed and in pain from everything going on in life, there was just something within my soul that just knew. And I've said this before, I just knew I was not put on this earth to be miserable. And I just knew that I could handle it. I just knew. I've always known that I could handle it, that I would be okay, that I just had to continue to believe in myself and believe in what I knew God wanted from me. And that as I would do the work and continue to do the work, that everything would work out. And trust me, I have had moments in my life where I really did. I thought I was going to cr crumble to the ground and never get myself back up again. And it was in those times where I would be alone and crying terribly and to the point where my soul ached. Just just terrible heart, pain in my heart. And even in those moments, as soon as I cried it out, I could pick myself back up again. I just I had and have so much belief in who I am. And I know 
especially now that I can connect to my angels and guides in the way that I do. I know the reason why, no matter what age I was, 10, 12, 16, 22, 35, or 37 now, I just always knew that I would be fine because my spiritual team and God and my guides and all my loved ones who have crossed over love me and support me and are there for me. I'm not alone. Even in those times where I might feel alone in my life, I'm not alone. Wow, Molly, thank you for all of that insight. You know, as you were talking about, you know, your connection to your angels and guides and how you never really felt alone, it it reminded me of in my upbringing in, in my household and within my family. And I was growing up, I was always taught that family is everything, that you are loyal to your family, that your blood will, your blood family will always be there for you and they will never ever leave you out in the cold. So I had that camaraderie. I had that feeling. And I did know that I would never be alone because my family was around me. But I think there's two different kinds of being alone. I think there is the alone that you feel because you don't feel as though you have a support system or that you feel physically alone. And I think the other alone has to do with your identity and how I felt alone and unable to find myself when I was young was because I never really felt like I had an identity, that my family was my identity. The fact that I was Italian and the fact that, you know, we had a very, very close-knit family and everybody was always involved in each other's lives and it was just always, you know, like the show um, Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, that was my family. That is my family. But the missing link for me was the fact that I never quite felt like I had my own identity. And so for the longest time, I never really sought out one. I kind of just took on the identity of the people that were around me in high school, in college, always searching, always trying to figure out where I fit. And to this day, I still not 100% sure that I was ever really meant to fit. So here's where I'm going with this. I think the realization that I'm coming to as an awakened being now is that we aren't really meant to fit anywhere because we spend way too much time trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. We've said this before, we're unique all of us in our own way. So why are we all trying to be and act and feel like everyone else? Why does society do that? And you can't really be a rock for yourself if you're spending all of your time trying to fit in. You can't really find your identity unless you realize that the blessing is the fact that you don't fit in, that you are unique, that you have your own belief systems, that you are gifted. And whatever gifts they are, 
are for you to figure out and you to find out. I was having this conversation with someone just recently, and they said, well, what do you mean I have gifts? Well, we all have gifts. We all have this ability to be special, not just to other people, but special to ourselves. So I think what I'm learning out of this, and Molly, you can agree with me um, or chime in here at any point, but we can't really truly be a rock for ourselves unless we can find ourselves and find our identity. And that identity is completely and utterly unique and different and special from anyone else's. And I think that's what I'm going to work on, is who am I because of who I am, not who am I because of what everyone else wants me to be, what everyone else thinks I should be, or what I think I should be for everybody else. Hallelujah. I am so, I'm so excited to just sit here and listen to you say what you just said. And I just, I'm just, I'm literally, I'm giving you an applause right now. I, I have to, I have to give you an applause right now because, and I'm applauding all of you out there that just heard what Sarah said and said, yes, I want that too. Because we are all special in our own way. And I know I've said this before, but we are, we all have something to give to this world. We all have something unique to give to this world. And it's hard when you're younger and you feel like the black sheep and you feel like no one gets you and you feel like no one understands you, but you have to embrace that. You have to embrace that and you have to love yourself. You have to love yourself and know yourself so well that you can be the black sheep because you know that being the black sheep means that what you have to offer and say is meaningful and helpful to other people who need to hear about your experience and your story. We all can help one another in some way. It doesn't mean that we're all the right fit for each other because we're not. But there are people out there that have either been in our lives or are going, we're going to cross paths with, or people out there who are literally searching for someone like you who can offer your friendship, who can offer your specialty in life, who are looking for someone that looks similar to them and can tell them that embrace your difference, that you are beautiful in your own way. They're, they're out there. They're out there and there are people for all of us that are looking for this. And we have to learn to, as Sarah said, know who you have to find yourself. You have to find who you are. You have to learn to know who you are and love who you are. And if you right now don't love who you are, ask yourself why. Why don't you love yourself? Is it because of what other people say? Or is it because that you're not honoring yourself because you're too busy people pleasing? And that's important. Yes. And one thing I'd like to add is by honoring yourself, by taking the precious time out 
to actually sit down and get to know yourself, within that is the strength, is the courage. And you're going to fall flat on your face. I do it very often. But I really truly believe that if you could take one step forward towards the person that you want to be, you will step into your courage. You will step into your purpose and you will step into your strength. And that mantra is something I should probably write down at some point in time and put it someplace where I can see it. And we'll have that also for you, I think, in, in some sort of a, a journal or in a quote. It's just so super important to realize that you're not alone and to find the group of people that you want to surround you and who are willing to support you and willing to honor you. And then it won't be about someone else being your rock, but someone helping you to see that you are the rock. Yes. And that is very important when you're finding friends and loved ones who are in your life. If you want to be a rock for yourself and you want to surround yourself with people who truly love you for you, those are the people who are not going to lift you up. They're the people who are going to walk beside you because you do not need to be lifted up. You are strong. You are beautiful. You bring meaning to this life. You have value and you are important. And what you say is important and how you feel is important. But most importantly, you are strong. You're strong. We are all strong. We are strong. And if we allow ourselves to connect to that inner strength that lies deep within us, there is no better feeling than to know that you can rise up in the morning and hold your head high and walk with confidence and live this light in love and peace. So thank you so much for walking on this journey with us today. We are so grateful for you. We're so grateful for your strength. And we're so grateful for the journey that you're on because we do believe in you. And we are here. And if you need us, you can go to our website, thebutterflyconnection.com. We have services available. We're working on some classes right now as well. They'll be coming up soon. You can go to our Facebook group, The Butterfly Connection, where we hope that what we have to say can uplift you and support you in any way that you need. You can follow us on Instagram. You can sign up for our Soul Challenge on our website. We have so many things that we want to be able to offer to support you on your journey because we believe in you and we hope that you believe in you. Have a fantastic week full of growth and love and strength. And 
so much love and light to all of you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for listening to The Butterfly Connection with Molly Ray and Sarah Courtney. Look for Soul Reflections Academy on our website, thebutterflyconnection.com, and sign up for our free Soul Reflection Challenge. We would love to hear from you. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play and give us a review. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. And join us next week for another soul-connecting conversation.